Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's show. Coming up, we're going to talk about condo hotels and what you need to know about them. Hey, folks! Welcome to this week's episode of Moving to Orlando. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined this week by realtor Sean Falk. Hi, and producer Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Welcome. I always go back and forth as to whether I'm calling you producer or associate producer. It depends on my mood. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's fine. Depends on my mood. But Sean is always a realtor, and you know, for I guess in full disclosure, so am I. Um, but Sean's the one who really, you know, he's out there. Man. Out he's about, he's yeah. out and about. He's um, sold a ton of homes this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane. The number, yeah. the amount of homes you have sold this year have been incredible. Yeah, for it to be a first year out. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Over 10 million. Over 10 million sold. Yeah. Um, so um, before we get started, folks, if you are watching this show on the Diz Unplugged YouTube channel, just a reminder. Starting January 1st, all of these shows are going to be over on our Moving to Orlando channel, youtube.com slash moving to Orlando. You'll find a link to that right below in the description. That's also where we do our home tours and any other real estate related videos all show up on that channel. So please head over there, subscribe, hit that bell so you get notified when we add new content, usually two to three times a week, at least two times a week, but maybe three, maybe three is coming up. I don't know. Um, and also if you have questions about moving into the Orlando area, reach out to this gentleman to my right, Sean, S E A N at moving to Orlando.com. And he can help you or direct you to one of our other realtors who can assist. All right. So this week we wanted to talk about condo hotels a, a few weeks back, maybe about a month back. Now we, we did a home tour, um, at a condo hotel property called Bahama Bay. And it got, it got a lot of attention. It got mm-hmm. a lot of interest and it generated a lot of questions. So we thought it would be good to talk about it. One of the things I definitely want to address right up front <clears throat> and this, cause this just like blew people's minds, um, that at a place like Bahama Bay, and this is not true of all of them, but at a place like Bahama Bay, they limit how long you can live there. You can buy this and you can live there for, in Bahama, in the case of Bahama Bay, six months. You cannot live there permanently. Um, so it's zoned as both residential and short-term rental, but they have limits on how long you can, you can live there in the course of a calendar year. And the reason for that in some of these cases is because these are resorts. And they rely on transient traffic. They rely on those short-term rentals for things like their restaurants and their, their, uh, uh, their spas and the different services they offer. So, you know, that's why some of them do it. Not all of them do. We just did one. Uh, we just did another one was a Blue Heron Resort over in Lake Buena Vista. Um, that does allow, you know, you can short-term rent it, but it does allow you to live there full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to have a discussion about the different condo hotel options that are available and what you need to know about them. So, Sean, why don't you go ahead and let us know 
what we need to know. What we need to know. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so educate um, me. Sean. They are condo hotels have become pretty popular in um, you know certain areas where there's going to be a lot of traffic. I mean, you know, here. Myrtle Beach, like the Smoky Mountain area, they, they're, they're popping up, Las Vegas, all this stuff. So it's a good option. So you are, for all intents and purposes, we're saying you would essentially be buying like a hotel room or a suite at a hotel room. Uh, you know, it's that equivalent and it's yours. You own it but you're letting the hotel run it like a hotel. So you can, for the most part, find your own renters. You can use it yourself. You can let your friends and family use it. Um, so you can kind of, you can run it as a business. There are people who just have it as a vacation property and they just pay the, you know, the HOA out of pocket um, whenever they're not getting to use it the other six months. Maybe they rent it out to just personal friends and family. That's always a good option for a lot of people. So then you know who's staying in it. But um, it works because it's just you have people on site and you have staff there that are going to clean the rooms and clean the, the property when you need it done. And it's very hands off. So you know what's going on without having to deal with it, I guess. So it, it, a condo hotel is a great option if you want to be a very hands-off um, landlord, I guess we'll say. So um, that's that's the biggest positive there for me that I can say about condo hotels. Okay. And what are some of the condo hotel options in Orlando? Um, well, besides Bahama Bay and Blue Heron, which we have some video tours of, um, Floridays and World Quest are probably the two most well-known ones. Uh, they are um, go a little going more towards the universal area than typical short-term rentals are. Uh, the one that so many of you have emailed me about is uh, Milia, and it's Milia, Malia, some people pronounce it differently, but it is in celebration. And people are like, oh my God, like it's really inexpensive. It's like a $100,000 or $115,000 for a place in uh, celebration and to have it. And so they see it as a really good option. But with those, the HOA is very, very high. So I know with, um, I know with in the one in celebration, it is a little over a thousand dollars a month for that HOA. So even when you mm -hmm. buy it for the hundred, hundred and ten, fifteen thousand dollars, you're paying that over a thousand dollars every single month, no and matter what. What do you, I mean, for a thousand dollars a month, what are they doing? You get everything. So for the most <coughs> part, you're getting everything except your electric bill. Um, so that's usually what most of these uh, are going to include. And they, I mean, don't get me wrong. They have tons of amenities. They have restaurants and a gym and spas and all this kind of stuff for your guests to be able to use. And really nice resort style pools. They usually have concierge there that can help, you know, make plans for you, make dinner reservations, on-site um people to repair things for the room. So, I mean, you get, a, you do get a lot for your money, but it's a lot of money. So you need to take that into account when you're deciding on a condo hotel, because when you add up over a thousand dollars there, plus the hundred, 150,000 you're going to spend to get in it, adding that 30 years of that, or let's say even 10 years or 15, well, and you're going to 
you know, rapidly do it, you may end up being better off getting uh, a single family home instead. Isn't it also more difficult to get mortgages on places like this or almost impossible? It's like virtually impossible. Yeah. So most of the time, most places want cash. Um, and that's up to the owner of the unit for the most part. Some will say we'll do cash or conventional loans. And I've seen some that's like, yeah, we'll do cash, conventional, VA, FHA. The VA is never going to approve you buying this because it has to be a primary residence for them. So you're not going to be able to get it anyway. And But it's like when you're looking and you don't know that, it's easy to get tempted into this and be like, oh, this is an option for me when it is not an option for you. So they, everyone I've had has paid cash so far. I've never had anybody be able to get even a conventional loan on one of these because banks and lenders just don't like them. They don't see, I mean, it is clearly an investment property because you're not, you know, most Mm -hmm. people are not planning on using it as a primary or secondary residence. And most of the time you can't use it as a primary residence anyway. And a a good way to gauge it is if the property has a concierge service or if the property has a front desk, like a check-in at a resort, you are likely not going to get approved to get a loan at that place. There are exceptions, like let's say Reunion Resort or Margaritaville, they would have a front desk check-in area, but that's really just for their hotel side. And of course, you can buy like condos and stuff with those, or you can buy condos at Reunion Resort and it's a check-in process. So that doesn't necessarily shut you out of buying a margarita. But those are also homes. Some are homes and some are condos. You may be shut out of the condo side of it because that's part of the resort program, but not necessarily the other half. So I got it. It's a little complicated with... So what are some of the other uh, properties you like? Um, there is, uh, <coughs> there's one that is, um, it's uh, the Groves and it is definitely newer. It is on, uh, um, just off, like on Highway 429, just going up towards like the Horizon West area. It's very nice. Um, and prices, when we, typically see what we show like Bahama Bay, Blue Heron, we're definitely showing the low end price wise paired with the low end HOA wise. So, and those were around 500 a month and the price to get in them was about 100 to 150. That's pretty much the lowest point we're going to go to. There are some that are like 40 and 50,000, but they're going to be like zero bedroom, one bath. So there'll be like a studio kind of thing. Whereas Bahama Bay was a three bedroom. So you got a good amount of space for that. Um, you're going to go up in price for some of these other ones that will be more like 250, some are even as high as 300,000. Um, there is one that is called Magic Villa, I believe, or Magical Villa. And it is, it's pricey. I mean, it's about three or $400,000 to get in it, but it is literally on the road going into Animal Kingdom. Hmm. So if you, if you're taking the back way into Animal Kingdom, like when you turn off Highway 192 <coughs> on Sherbeth, it's like right there. So, I mean, you are, I mean, if there were a sidewalk, you'd be walking distance into uh, Animal wow. Kingdom Park. So that's close. You're going to pay for it, but it might be a good thing to rent out. If you're in the market for it, can definitely help you with uh, the Ritz Carlton is offering. <laughs> well, you'll uh, help them with any. Of I'll these. help with anything, but especially the Ritz Carlton uh, does have a condo hotel 
small area and they're like 2.8 million to get in those. And then your monthly dues there is like the high 2000s a month to, to use that. So if you can afford it, yeah, it's the Ritz Carlton. So if you want to, you know, get a, a condo hotel and own a piece of the Ritz Carlton, you can do that. And, um, there's even one at Point Orlando, which is over on International Drive. Um, there's one, there's several of them right outside Universal Studios. And I think that's to me one of the biggest benefits of a condo hotel is you typically, we have short term rental areas and Airbnb and VRBO, they've gotten really good about cracking down on people not if you don't live in a short-term rental zone, people, you can put your house on there. It is illegal. You are not supposed to do that. You'll get in trouble if you get caught doing it too many times. And they're really trying to crack down on not doing it. But these, this is an option. So if you want to be able to have a, a place to advertise that's in between Disney and Universal, you can do that. That's that's the way to do this is to get a condo hotel and then you'll be able to rent it out without having to be in a short-term <coughs> rental zoned area like Davenport. Right. And, you know, the other thing is that what makes these appealing as investment properties is that you are, in effect, renting out uh, what would otherwise be a, ho- a, a, a condo inside a hotel with all the amenities that go along with it. Mm-hmm. And especially in a market like this, that is so competitive, being able to advertise, you know, you can get this three bedroom condo for, you know, I'm just throwing throw out a number, 179 a night. And you've got a spa on property and you've got this beautiful pool and you've got all these restaurants and all these amenities. Mm-hmm. That is really attractive. Uh, as opposed to people who are renting out just their homes, not that the homes don't do really well. Um, and of course, you buy any investment property through moving to, I, again, I got to uh, move, uh, you, you buy any investment property through us, we will help you advertise it. We will help you advertise it on our various channels, on our various social media and and websites. And if you know anything about, you know, my side of things on the Diz, uh, we have a huge audience and a huge website to, to help uh to help do that. Um, but these are more, very attractive from the standpoint of rentals. That's mm-hmm. a, definitely a pro. The con is that it's virtually impossible to get a mortgage for one of these mm-hmm. and the HOA fees because they are, uh, because they are resorts and they're maintaining a resort the HOA fees tend to be much higher. Yeah. And I think some of it has to do with advertising and how you market stuff and staying more on top of that. Cause as it is, I mean, yes, you can have, um, advertise yourself as having all these amenities gets a little tough just because if everybody else in the building also has, you know, their place for rent too, there is competition within the building itself, but there is some major benefits. Like let's say point Orlando. And for people who don't know what point Orlando is, it's an area, um, uh, on international that is down closer to the convention center, but you have this whole row of restaurants on international. You have lots of things to do in that area. It's very close to universal studios still within 15 minutes of getting to like Disney Springs area and you have a lot of things to do. There's a really great movie theater there and lots of restaurants and dining and all that. So um, if you don't, you know, if you didn't have the condo hotel, the closest you could stay to that would be 
in Kissimmee, uh, as far as renting out something. And I mean, you're going to be a solid 25, 30 minutes away. So for people who want to do that, um, and want to stay in that area, this is a perfect solution for them. And being able to market and advertise it that well, because there's so many Disney fans and even Universal fans who don't know that's an option. For a lot of people, if you're coming for, let's say, 10 days and you're not going to stay on property at Disney, that gives you the chance to do Disney for four or five days. It gives you the chance to do Universal a couple days and not just even have a couple days at the resort. But when you get hungry, there's like 50 restaurants within walking distance. So that's right down the road. So it's there's so much to do in these areas. Whereas if you're in, let's say, Davenport area, there may not be anything to walk to or do as much. Because there you're going to get like mini golf and laser tag and escape rooms and all these things that are in on International Drive. So to me, that's one of the biggest positives of uh, a condo hotel and just putting yourself in a good spot to advertise it. And I think people who have the cash to purchase one of these up front are people who tend to already be in the rental game in some, in some ways. So all the ones I've sold, there were people who already have, uh, long-term rental properties or short-term rental properties in San Francisco or Dallas or wherever they live now. So. Okay. So that's a look at. Uh, explaining condo hotels and the pros and cons of them. Uh, or just a reminder, uh, please, if, if you're not already watching us on this channel, head over to youtube.com slash moving to Orlando and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our shows coming up, uh, next, you know, in 2021, we're, we're switching over that these shows will only be on that channel. So we're trying to really remind everybody so that you don't miss anything. And that will do it for, oh, oh, and one other thing. Reach out to Sean, Sean, S-E-A-N, at movingtoorlando.com. He can help you if you're interested in moving to the Orlando area. And that will do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the Moving to Orlando show.